Now, welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Well, Pastor, what do you think is, is eternal security biblical? Well, let's, let's do a little bit of word study and, and see what the Bible says about it. We can go to Jude chapter 4, 24 and start there because when people come to know Christ as their Savior, they're brought into a relationship with God that guarantees their eternal security. Now, in Jude chapter 24 declares, To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. God's power is able to keep the believer from falling. But it's up to him, not us, to present us before his, pres his glorious presence. Our eternal security is a result of God keeping us, not maintaining our own salvation. Now, I realize that people really have struggles with this. People have problems with this. Well, pastor, you can go out and you can just do, and you're just telling people that once they get saved, they're, no, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, listen to me. I'm not giving people license to sin. I'm trying to reveal what the Bible says, that people can understand that they got not to worry. See, here's my, my concern. My concern is not so many people living uh, flawless lifestyles, but the church living in bondage and freedom that every time they make a mistake that they're losing their salvation and every time they make a mistake they're falling back in sin and God's not pleased with them and they got to go work it out and get it right before they can go back to God. And I lived that condemnation mess for 15 years of my life, even about 12 or 14 years of being a pastor. So I realize what condemnation does to the body of Christ. And you say, well, pastor, do you believe that once people get saved, they're saved, and it's eternal security. You know, I do believe that because I believe that if we ever realize the depth of the relationship with God, you, you're not going to want to give it up. You're not going to want to wake, wake, walk away from it. The Lord Jesus Christ proclaimed, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father has given them to me is greater than all and no one can snatch them out of my hand. That's in John chapter 10, verse 28 and 29. And then I hear people say, well, Pastor, we can decide if we, we want to turn back. And I know people that have, have walked away from God after they had a relationship. They went through a, a, a dramatic time in their life or some kind of trauma in their life and, and they walked away from God. See, you're judging everybody that you're talking about here based on their performance. And the church is so busy watching people and you know you can tell a tree by the fruit it bears and not that that's not a scripture but that's not what he was saying. He was saying that you can tell the goodness of a Lord before the Lord, before the things that we do. And so we, we got to understand both Jesus and the Father have us firmly grasped in their hands. Who can possibly separate us from the grip of both the Father and of the Son? Now look at Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30. tells us that believers are sealed for the day of redemption. If believers did not have eternal security, the sealing could not truly be unto the day of redemption, but only to the day of sinning. Or disbelief. John three fifteen and 16 tells us that whoever believes in Jesus Christ will have eternal life. If a person were to be promised eternal life but then ha have it taken away, it was never eternal to begin with because eternity means there's no beginning and there's no ending. If eternal security is not true, the promise of eternal life in the Bible would be an error. So the most powerful argument for eternal security is Romans chapter 8, verse 38 and 39. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, nor the present nor the future, nor any power, neither height nor depth, nor any 
nothing else is in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we see here that our eternal security is based on God's love for those who He has redeemed. Our eternal security is purchased by Christ, promised by the Father, and sealed by the Holy Spirit. Now I want to read that again. Our eternal security is purchased by the Father, promised by uh, purchased by the Christ promised by the Father, and sealed with the Holy Spirit. So you and I have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Now, if you know anything about farming or canning, when you grew up, everybody in our family, we'd always can stuff. We'd can vegetables and peas and, and butter beans and all these things, and we'd can them, string beans. And we'd put them in a, in, a, in a mason jar. We'd put a top on it, and we'd seal it. And we'd put a sealer in the top of it, something to hold it and let it seal. And after a while, you'd hear that top pop like that. And that meant it was sealed. It was meaning it would be in there and it would be contained and it would be good until you take that top off. So we see that you and I have been sealed. He used that word sealed with the Holy Spirit. Why? So we can be preserved, blameless before the Father, before the Son. So we see in Colossians chapter 3 verse 3, if ye be dead, you, your life is hidden with Christ in God. So we see that our life has been promised eternity and eternal has no beginning or no end. So if you want to go that direction, if eternal security is not true, the promises of eternal life in the Bible would be in error. And we know that the Bible is correct in everything. It's the interpretation of how we've interpreted over the years that's brought us to a misleading, to a misunderstanding, and we've missed the concept of who he is and what he's about because that's what eternal security is all about. So you say, well, Pastor, do you believe that eternal security is biblical? Absolutely, I think the Bible teaches that. I think the Bible's full of that. And I think we as believers need to understand that we're walking in that place with God to where we have truth and truth and reality of truth. And we walk in that and that's the beauty of grace.